Welcome to Thermal Viking Podcast, episode 12. I have to be specific because we getting up there in the episodes, you know. It's hard to remember when you get in the double digits what ones you want. This is 12. What's the subject? <clears throat> What's the subject? I don't know what you want the subject to be because, I mean, it's been a wide spectrum of things that we talked about today. Yeah. Um... Well, how you been doing mentally with the, uh, since the last time we talked about mental stuff with the coronavirus thing and the politicians and all this crap? I, I've been kind of tuning it out because, you know, I don't want to overstimulate my mind to everything that's going on as far as voting for somebody who don't care about the black agenda or none of that. It's just like I've been kind of tuning the politician or the politics out of my mind and coronavirus is everywhere so ain't no tuning it out but I haven't been watching a lot of TV shows and shit on it or news or none of that. Now do you now the last thing you know I've been keeping up with it um the last thing you know uh, with with Trump having coronavirus. Yes. Do you feel like this was something he got because, or do you do you feel like he got a number one for real, or do you feel like he got it because he didn't have no sympathy for the people that did have it? I don't think it's calm. I think it was it's inevitable for everybody with the kind of coronavirus because. Number one, it's airborne, and they're not talking about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and number two, the widespread of it, because nobody is really, you know, from where we from, Chattanooga and in Cleveland, nobody's really social distancing. Mm-hmm. You know, I went past a couple of restaurants, and it was like full capacity. Mm-hmm. Nobody had on masks. Everybody was out there drinking and eating and having fun. And it's like, I understand that a lot of people feel like it's not that serious, but it truly is. Yeah. Hmm. That was a quick mental check-in. Excuse me. A quick mental check-in. I think everybody should usually call around and, especially about with their loved ones, just to check that mental clarity because you don't realize strong people need to be checked in on too. We always go to the strong person, you know what I'm saying, to unleash our shit, but we don't necessarily be like, hey, how you doing, you know? Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I've been kind of keeping up with it just for entertainment purposes because Trump is one funny motherfucker. I can tell you that much. That dude is funny as shit. And people get mad at you when you say that, though. Have you noticed that? Well, yeah. Yeah. I, I noticed that. And, and they like, what's wrong with you? It's nothing wrong with me. It's the things that he say I find hilarious because y'all expect him to be somebody he's never been. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the funniest thing when it comes to Donald Trump and him being the president. Mm-hmm. Y'all expecting him to be this person with morals and guy uh, was guided better, but if you know the history of Donald Trump, it, 
he play by his own rules. He always have. He always will. He's not going to change. He's not a, a young man in the game. So he's not going to change. Now, do you feel like people are capable of changing? Because, of course, you know, we had the runner-ups and shit like that. Do you feel like humans as humans, do you feel like they have the ability to change? We definitely have the ability to change who we are, how we are, and the decisions and reactions that come out of us. Mm -hmm. We can change what arguments we can change conversations and situations depending on how we react and I think if you don't know that you can change your reaction then your reaction is not going to change mm. but yeah <clears throat> I f- yeah that's right I feel like it's unfair for people to expect somebody such as Trump to be like oh Black people need my help. And he ain't never really considered that black people needed his help, you know, before. So, <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? I hate that people get so emotional yes. with this with this um, presidential crap. And it's, it's every time. It's time. And it's just like, y'all do realize that they'll take... People gonna take care of they self first. You know? And how 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 do you feel it's necessary for him to put you before him? He won't. He, he will can't. never. He it's not necessary for him to do that. But like I like I told somebody who questioned me and said, "Well, how come you don't got the same problem I do with Trump?" I said this. <laughs> I came from poverty born and raised into poverty community. Mm-hmm. It hasn't changed that much. Matter of fact, it did change. It was gentrified. <laughs> so, if you don't know what gentrification is, please go look that up. But that's what happened to my neighborhood in North Chattanooga. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, they even changed the name. It's not even called North Chattanooga anymore. It's called the North Shores. Mm-hmm. So, Trump didn't gentrify my neighborhood. So, I don't care what craziness he say or come up with or none of that. And everybody said, well, you know, he have said racist things. So, have Biden. So, have Bush. So, have all these other presidents. So, have a lot of other white people that's not have been a president candidate have said racist things. Right. So... You want me to hold him accountable, but not Joe Biden. Mm. You want me to hold Trump accountable, but not the dude that lived down the street from me. Mm. Right, right. I, You know what? I just, I don't know. I feel like people give too much to people outside of them. Yes. Who gives a fuck what Trump... I, I understand. You like, oh, by now, you know... Yes, by now. I get it. But that's not what it is. That's not what it is. Why is this? Why are we? We literally, like, I seen a story on News Channel 9. It was like black Republicans went to the Trump uh, Blixit rally or some shit like that. 
that was led by Candace Owens. And it's like, y'all made a big deal out of this for what? Who who cares what these people believe in? Who cares if that's who these people vote for? It's causing a tear within our community. But it's always been racial bias against us. Mm. And that's what we not understand. That we have so many black people that are like, well, you don't have to treat me like that because I'm black. No, they don't. They don't have to, but they choose to. Mm-hmm. So respect their choice. Mm-hmm. You know, quit trying to force people to be better when they don't want to be. But then it comes to all to the point where if you don't do nothing, you don't deserve nothing. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then people do not... I feel like people do not think on a day-to-day basis. Do I deserve, even just focusing on your house, do I deserve to have a nasty house? No. What do you do about that? Clean that motherfucker up. Do I deserve to have a junky car? I got a car. Why would it be? But if you can think about every day what you deserve from yourself, you understand what you do and don't deserve from somebody else. That makes it easier for you not to deal with bullshit constantly Mm -hmm. or be too hung up emotionally with this social media bullshit. And it's politic propaganda. Yes. Because I call it propaganda for the simple fact is since I can remember I was old enough to vote, the only thing that changed in my neighborhood is it was gentrified and all the black people was ran out of it. That's it. Yeah. So it didn't matter if it was Bill Clinton or George Bush or whoever was the president. They didn't do nothing for poverty communities. Mm -hmm. They won't and they will never because that's what keeps money in the big wigs pocket. Yeah. Because they thrive off of poverty communities. Mm -hmm. This is what built their company and their foundation. Yep. Everybody benefit but the people that's living in these neighborhoods. And I think once you understand that, then you'll get to a level to where I'm on where you like, it don't even matter. Because I'm so sick of people saying, it does matter. No, it doesn't. What does it matter if Trump do four more years or Biden get in? Projects going to still like the projects. What does it truly matter in my situation? Now, if you uh, middle or upper class Caucasian, it matters to you. It affects you. And they like, oh, well, well, what about all the police brutality? Shit, it been police brutality since the police badge was invented. Mm-hmm. Because time. the badge wasn't even the real badge. It, was, it said slave catcher. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, what are we truly talking about? You want me to help you get somebody elected. That's all it is. I don't think it's necessary to go to these places and tell them the issues that's going on within the government guidelines. Y'all know because y'all cover the shit up until you can't cover the shit up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, people be so quick, people be so quick to um, <clears throat> just focus on the bull crap that comes with the government crap. They covering it up. It's always a cover-up until somebody come in and it's the worst thing that can happen. You you cover shit up within 
the family guidelines until you can't cover it up no more. It's the same shit. Y'all want to hold these other people accountable but not addressing y'all own issues from the get-go. I feel like with Trump doing four more years, oh well, I'm still going to run my businesses. I'm still going to pertain to my kids. I might have to do a little whippity-wop around as far as homeschooling my kids because that's different than what we used to do. But it's for me to educate ourselves more when it comes to our life. I cannot base my life off of what other people are doing. Mm-hmm. I can't, like, now, like, people not realizing, they feel like, oh, this corona done fucked a lot of shit up. Did it really? I think it exposed a lot of shit, but that show you how to move. Once a person show you that, do you dirty, you don't fuck with them again. You move differently. You know what I'm saying? You ain't gonna hand a thief money if you know that motherfucker still. But that brings up the question, what about these vaccinations? Uh. But see, a lot of people don't understand that the United States had the patent on coronavirus. Mm. Well, did you see Johnson & Johnson pull that crap they pulled? Mm-mm. What did they pull? It's a mysterious illness out of the people that they've been testing on. So they, they paused their vaccine process. I said this, though. But I don't they- even know if I said it on the podcast, but I said that these vaccines are going to make a lot of people sick and a lot of people going to die from the vaccine itself. And and, and I, you know what I think? I think the people that receive the 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 practice run, because that's what it is, they're going back out in the world. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then it's, it's more bullshit. It's more bullshit. This shit is five years. Five years is what it's going to take to get to some kind of normalcy. And we ain't even in year one. Mm-mm. And it get worse before it get better. And I ain't here to just preach on fear. Like, that's not just something I do. Right. But I think, you know, people need to understand that you see this shit. Don't wait till your whole family get the shit and then be like, oh, we got to wear gloves, motherfucker. Other families is on the news saying that they done lost a granny, a granddaddy, a son, a uncle. That's just like the little the little young boy who who took the vaccine. Oh yeah. He having heart complications. That boy ain't even twenty five years old yet and having heart complications. Oh man. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But this is what people don't understand. With every pharmaceutical drug, there will be side effects. Mm-hmm. Because if you understand pharmaceutical drugs, it's a synthetic of something. Yep. So, synthetic means not real. But people don't understand that. They be like, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm going to take it. I'm going to get the shot. Okay, you be that guinea pig. Mm-hmm. That's fine with me. I have no problem with that. But for me and my family, we're trying to avoid it by all costs because... We know that it's going to be major side effects to this synthetic drug. Now, we don't know what was synthesized to make this drug. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? But we know that it's not real. Mm -hmm. So, the virus is real. How you going to counteract a virus with a fake 
drunk. Yeah. But see, that's something that people not willing to talk about. It's like, oh, well, you know, the scientists. Do you truly trust all of these scientists? Because if you did, how did coronavirus get out? You keep on, people keep on talking about it came from China. Like my boy Trump say, it came from China. But how did it, I'm not saying it didn't get put in the middle of a hot zone in China. What I'm saying is, how did the United States already have a patent on it two years before it hit? But see, those are things that people are not willing to talk about. They too busy trying to avoid the evidence in front of them and listen to the newscaster or, or the anchor man or woman that's telling you the opposite. Mm-hmm. And that when, when I go back to that, that's why a lot of people hate Trump. Not because of what they feel like Trump did or didn't do. It's what people saying on TV that he doing or did and didn't do. Mm-hmm. So they develop a hate off of just sure watching TV. Yeah. I don't hate that man. I think some of the shit he say is really dumb. I think some of the shit he say is really hilarious. Mm-hmm. But you got to understand, despite that, he's still doing his job as a president. I'm not saying he's doing a great job. I'm not saying he doing the worst because I feel like it was worse presidents that done way worse than him. But see, everybody say, but it's coronavirus. That shit was going to hit whether he was president or not. Oh, you just, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was. It definitely was. It fucking definitely was. So, this is how I look at the situation. Trump damned if he do, he damned if he don't. Yeah. He closed the borders. They complained about how he shut the borders down to China and other places that could not was not allowed into the United States. Mm-hmm. He opened them back up, and they complained about him opening them back up. Mm-hmm. He wasn't going to win that argument whether no matter what he done. Yeah. Now, possibly, he could have saved a lot of lives by not letting people from China come over here that was recently infected. But that would have been racist. Right. But see... It wasn't just China that was closed down. There was a lot of different other places that weren't allowed to import or export or even fly into the United States. Mm-hmm. But they don't tell you that. They only say, well, he closed the border to China. Mm-hmm. That wasn't all. It was a list. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. I understand he not the perfect person that a lot of people feel like should be leading the country. Don't have I don't disagree with that. But he's still doing what he can in his situation. Mm-hmm. But then you have people that feel like somebody should do more. He the president, he should do more. It's always steps to shit. It's always, he the president, he could do more, but he don't he ain't he not the one to make the laws. Yeah. It's the it's the house and the legislators that make the laws that ain't doing nothing. Yeah. That's pointing at him. That's pointing at him saying that he not doing. I, I, I think, you know, people so hung up on bullshit. Everybody always feel like somebody should be doing more, but you ain't doing more. But you got to know how politics ran, yeah. though, too, when, when you talk about Trump. Trump can only do so much as a president. But see, it's funny they knew that when Obama was there. Mm-hmm. They forgot that shit now that Trump Yeah, because that's all I heard about Obama. Well, he can't do nothing because he's just the president. That's all I heard, especially black people. That's all I kept hearing. 
other black people. Well, you know, he can only do so much. He's just a president. Mm-hmm. He, he, you got to give him time, okay? Mm-hmm. You gave him eight years, and he still didn't do shit for black folks. Mm-hmm. But why would he? He didn't never resonate with us. Mm-hmm. You can't. You can't. I don't like what. I don't like how people mind frame it. I ain't. I don't beg for shit. I can't. I can't beg nobody to treat me right. I can't beg a motherfucker to say, yeah, you black, you deserve a little bit more than what you got. Why do you have to beg somebody to treat you like a human? Mm-hmm. But that's what we doing. Black lives matter. Do it. If you got to tell a motherfucker that your whole life of existence, including the little people that you make, matter. No. Hell, a dog matter more than black people. Yeah. And you out here and you begging for fucking mercy. You begging for somebody to have mercy upon you. Mm-hmm. But, oh God, please have mercy upon my soul. I can't do that shit. I can't do it. No, I'm not going to do it. I don't it. want to do it. It's not fair. But then, in the black community, we do the same shit to each other. Yes, we do. We do the same shit to each other. But white people are held way more accountable than black people being held accountable towards black people. That's definitely true. And I get it. But then, you do you feel like you superior to me because I'm black? Yes. You feel like you're going to be able to slap me in my face and I slap the fuck out of you back? No. But then you got black people that is generations of beef. This family don't get away, get along with this family. Mm-hmm. But it's okay because they black. Mm-hmm. Talk shit about R. Kelly, but your uncle nasty. Mm-hmm. Your brother nasty. Your cousins. You see what I'm saying? Your aunt too. Ooh, look at that boy. You gonna have to Hold him down when he get older. Mm-mm. That's R. Kelly behavior. But y'all laugh about that shit. We, I'm not saying, I hate hearing people say, well, black people, black people, black people. No, that shit is everywhere. Every people, If you can't see you treating somebody wrong as being such, you not right. You don't have to remind somebody that that's what they're doing. Because if you do them wrong, they'll tell you, you 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 doing me wrong. I'm not finna be mad at Trump. Fuck, I'm gonna be mad at him for. He don't even know I exist. We all look the same. That's why everybody was shocked when Biden said, well, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. I'm not shocked. Nope. I'm not shocked at all. Nope. I'm not either. For me, that sounds just like a saying coming straight from a slave mouse. Mm. That's all I took it as. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. You can't tell me how to feel as a black person when, first of all, you not black. Mm. Yeah. But you'll say some shit like that and then expect everybody to say, oh, well, it, it, it was just a play on, on, on black people and voting. No, that shit was racist. And I did not like it. And I, I did not appreciate it. Exactly. Just like Trump said some racist shit. That shit was racist. I did not like it and I did not appreciate it. That's why I keep telling people, they tell us, well, who you going to vote for? If you ain't going to vote for Trump, you need to vote for Biden. For what? He ain't no better. 
he ain't no fucking battle. No. So he don't deserve my vote. Well, your vote count. No, the fuck he don't. Never had it ain't been counting. You better go read the Constitution. And the thing is, too, you know what I dislike? I strongly dislike when people tell you you took something out of context. Oh, yeah. that's But that's the new saying of I can say what I want to and make you understand it. Mm-hmm. And no matter how... The thing is, you have these people running through these streets telling you that this is validated and this is not validated. How can somebody tell you your pain is not validated? That shit hurt. So you gonna tell me this shit don't hurt? No matter where I see it from, you telling me it don't hurt. The first thing these newscasters do is be like, well, this black man who had a a horrible, what you call it, background. Mm Mm-hmm. Got killed by the police. And you and your man like, well, that nigga was a robber. You know what I'm saying? Right. He deserved <laughs> it. They make, they make you feel like they deserve to die. Nobody deserves If that's the case, then a lot of motherfuckers should be dead, not even just including black folks. Uh-huh. Now, if we going to use that method, hell, the little white boy, the last two little white boys should have been dead mm-hmm. if you want to go by that method. Mm-hmm. But see, that's what I'm saying. It's only good for them when it's against black people. Yeah. And that's why black people need to learn that when they when they put charges on you and 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 shit, them words, they word play you. They word play the shit out of you. Mm-hmm. These laws, they'll word play it, they'll confuse you if you don't know how to read. And I'm not saying you can't read random shit. But some of it be simple. They hit you with an if, and, or but. If, and, or but. Right. So that's, Wait, the, it, it don't leave no room one. for error. Right. And it's another one. And so on and so on. So no, on and so forth. <laughs> no, so on and so forth. Yeah. And you be so hung up on all that other bullshit, you ain't realizing that they fucking with you. That's how they do a lot of probationary cases and a lot of people don't understand that. They, they tell you, you know, we're going to give you three three years probation as long as you stay out of trouble and so on and so forth. Yeah. So that means if your ass get in trouble in the future after your probation, they can pull that up and, and put your ass back on probation. Yeah. yeah. You have to learn. And I'm not saying people can't read. I'm saying you got to learn. You have to understand. You yes, can't just it's read. It's the understanding. It's the understanding that's what reading consists of. Because you can read words straight off the page. But if you don't understand the shit when you put it in your mind and understand the the picture of it, they, they have changed the gun laws so many times within the coronavirus era. In history. It's, it's just straight confusion. Mm-hmm. So when... Somebody go and get a gun, like me. I went and got guns, right? I go and get guns, and I get pulled over. I have a handgun. It's like, oh, well, you didn't know they changed the law? When? Which time? Well, they just came out with a new one, such and such, such. That's how you have them little fucking numbers with the little squiggly C with the line in it and shit. I can't stand that shit, because this let me know that it's other shit out here I don't know about. 
It's like this, is like the the uh, you remember how you used to do the math test, the word. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's just like the answer A, answer B, answer C, but it's just the different laws that extend from this, from this, from this to this to this to this to this. That is not fair for them to do, but that only pertains to black people that they want to prosecute. Mm-hmm. But see, that that's that be the funny part in all that, because when you had this conversation with a Caucasian person, you either a racist or you paranoid or this is a conspiracy theory. It's always bullshit to them because they don't understand is you never grew up with this over your head or in, in been in these situations because of your skin color. Right. But do you get mad at them? No, I don't get mad at them. But you're not gonna tell me I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Because I grew up like this, not you. Mm-hmm. So you can't tell me all the harassment and the fake charges that these cops was putting on us in our neighborhood was a lie. Yeah. But see, as you cross over into that age, I thought about it one day, and I'm like, what age do... Because you know, I went to Red Bank, right? And them coaches, they love black boys that can play basketball. Oh, Yeah. But at what age is that crossover book when he come from? Because, you know, they'll buy them shoes, jackets. Well, like Fletcher. I, like yeah, Fletcher. Me, we pay for your stuff. <clears throat> at what age do a black boy becomes a black threat? Because that's... you. Well, he not the superstar no more. When he not the fucking superstar no more. And there's only a superstar in your book. How many more books do black boys have to be in to continue to live a life to where they are the superstar. A lot of books. You see what I'm saying? And then you have black women. It's the same shit. But we feel like it's different because I'm a woman. Or it's different because I'm a man. Once we start getting to the point where we hold each other up in the same fucking force, in the same balance, then it's valid. Because my problem is your fucking problem. Right, but that's the biggest saying in the black community. Well, it didn't happen to me. It didn't happen to me. Yes, it did, because if I was your brother, you would be pissed. You would want something done. You would want people to lock arms with you. Mm-hmm. We have to hold each other within that same right. You can't be mad at your cousin for being a drug, I mean your neighbor for being a drug dealer, and not your fucking son. Mm-hmm. Let or them, your old man. Yeah. If you don't want them to make money, that's what it is. But if they going to make money, don't let one make more money than the other. Or you know what I'm saying? He should do that better than that. I'm going to call it's the police bullshit. on his ass. It's bullshit. You going to call the police on your relative for doing the same thing. But you call the police on the motherfucker down the street. Yes. And that's not fair. You have so many people. Like, I don't give a fuck. I, I just, I don't care what people choose to do and, and make money or however. I know for a fact if a thief run up in here the motherfucker not leaving. If he do, he gonna leave with, without some without some lingam. Exactly. So my, my point is I can't I can't get with how backwards the black community is when it comes to each other. You'll feed the church kids. Cause they at church, but you know the girl next door struggling. Struggling. You don't pour a bowl of beans out for her. 
She shouldn't have had that nigga over there. You find ways to not to not connect with other black people because of whatever it is that's going on with you. But that's what we was taught. That's what we was taught way back when mm. is to hate one another because we came over. Now, I don't know, but from all the books and the knowledge that I ascertained, we came over as a group of loving people. Mm-hmm. And we was exploited. And we've been exploited ever since. We will continue to be exploited as long as we allow ourselves to be exploited. I want to say something. We come shit. We was kidnapped. Well, you know what I mean. I don't mean we we willingly came. I never said willingly. <laughs> you said we were, well, we was forced. Yeah. You know, shackled and chained yeah. and beaten and abused. Some people died. Some people committed suicide. Mm-hmm. You know, because they didn't want to live in a life of change for the rest of their life. Yeah. And they didn't want their kids to live like that. Yeah. You know, so it, it was a traumatic experience. Mm-hmm. It truly was. Mm-hmm. And we still going through that because of the treatment of our people. And it's like, slavery over. Won't y'all forget about it? How can we forget about it when y'all still treating us like slaves? Mm-hmm. I was having a discussion with basically like a text argument with my sister. And she was like, you know, Christianity was already in Africa. No. You know what I'm saying? Then it came to a point where let's just agree to disagree. I get it. You know what I'm saying? But the thing is, what I say that night when I was talking to you about it, it's like they get us so mind-fucked on, on timelines that it's absolute. It's like, oh, well, it happened, but... It's no proof. Yeah. It's no proof. It's no proof, number one. But it's the fact that, well, it was already going on. It was just... You know what I'm saying? Something was a little different there. That's bullshit. It's bullshit. Holistic and, and, and Christianity is two different things. Oh, yeah. And, and, and that's... The thing is, if you're going to take and learn the Caucasian education, mm-hmm. learn that they can put this stuff in the books when they get ready. Oh, yeah. But see, a lot of black people don't even know that. They can change at will mm-hmm. what they putting out in the education system for your child to learn so they can grow up and fight the good fight for them. That's why Cleopatra Nim lightened up over time. Cleopatra is that is a white person, a white woman now. Mm-hmm. But let these generations up under us tell us, oh no, nah, she always looked like that. No, she didn't. But they're going to argue you up and down. Like you said, that's their new thing. Let's agree to disagree because you don't want to know the truth. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to agree to disagree. You can disagree with me all you want to. I'm not agreeing with you. The truth is the truth. The truth is before Christianity overseas in different countries, there were different ways of practice of spirituality mm-hmm. and religion. Yeah. You're not going to tell me that Christianity ruled forever in a day Mm-mm. because that's not true. No. So, you know, I, I don't have that kind of discussion with her because I'm not, you're not going to, I'm not going to sit there and agree to disagree because what you're telling me is I'm not right or I'm right and you right, but I'm wrong and you wrong, so let's not talk about it no more. Yeah. No. Know the facts. Mm. The facts is that they can change education. At will. 
at will, and they can tell you an apple is a fucking orange, and you're going to say that an apple is orange. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because guess what? That's what you learn. Mm-hmm. But that's why, I, what, what my boy say, uh, uh, Derek Grace, what do he say? Uh, what is unlearn it? Unlearn and relearn. Unlearn and relearn. So you have to unlearn what you was taught and relearn the history on what you was taught. Yeah. But see, nobody wants to do that. They want to stick with what they learn in, in these colleges and high schools and continue to spit out that rhetoric. Mm-hmm. But if you notice, white history is glorified. Mm-hmm. It's glorified. You got heroes. You got uh, uh, great philosophers and scholars and and all of these, but when it comes to black people, we not glorified. And the thing is, what's so funny is, you right, white history is is glorified, but at the same point, y'all were the conquerors, right? What did these people do for you to have to conquer them? What threat did they pose? You see what I'm saying? I don't think it was about a threat, you know. No, that, it wasn't. It, it, it was, was. It, it was just about a hostile takeover. Exactly. You know, and, and that's my whole thing when it comes to, because I believe in commit, and I believe in holistic healing and spirituality. Mm-hmm. And I came across it just listening to other black people talk about it. Mm-hmm. So I started doing my own research on it and started trying to get a better understanding of it. Because everybody's, like you said, pushing it. Christianity was here first. So if that's the case, you saying that Christianity was the number one religion that was in the world, mm-hmm. then how come everybody is not Christians? Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. if that was the only in the first and only religion, then how did these other religions get so big? Yep. But that's what I'm saying. If you're gonna be manipulated like that to push forward their propaganda, they're not gonna stop you. They're going to smile when they hear you say that. Yeah, I can't get, I can't, I just, I don't feel like it's appropriate to instill constant fear. You know what I'm saying? I don't think people are supposed to be drowned in this fear. And when it's, when it's appropriate for them and their emotion, it's like, oh, I, I had to step outside of, my 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 religion to mm-hmm. get with you. Mm-hmm. That ain't that ain't right. You gonna make me not be Christian like? Uh-huh. Yeah. Hear that all the time from black folks. Yeah. But here's the kicker. Here's the kicker. You so caught up on Christianity? Cause this is what I would have asked her. So you feel it's okay to be a slave? Mm. Cause they did. Or you feel it's okay to have slaves or for people to be slaves in general? Obey your earthly master as you would do me. In the Bible. In the Bible. So you okay with slavery? Mm-hmm. So how could you get mad about slavery when you yourself said you believe in Christianity? So if you believe wholeheartedly in this religion, then you okay with slavery? Yeah. It'll fuck them up. Yeah. Every time because they sit there. And they say, that ain't in the Bible. You know why you don't know it's in the Bible? Because you was only taught to read certain sections of the Bible as a weapon. You don't know everything in the Bible because you never sat down and looked at a different 
passage that your pastor didn't recommend. Yeah. And then when they go and find out that it is in the Bible, then what? They they're gonna deny it. Mm-hmm. That's the Christian no, way. No, not no. deny. Well, it's just metaphorical. Right. It don't. That is that's denial. It don't mean what it say. Yeah. So if that's the case, then what you just said to me don't mean what it say mm-hmm. about Christianity. Yeah. But that's why I don't go back and forth with people. If you a Christian. I don't, I'm not going to disrespect you. I'm not going to disrespect the religion of Christianity, but know the history. Know what you, what you getting into before you commit into this is what it is. I think, yeah, I think that's what it is. I think, you know, we should, we should be okay with, like you said, dear Gracie, unlearning and relearning. Nothing is wrong with that. Females don't have a problem with changing the wig. Females don't have a problem with changing makeup sources. Do that shit with information. Do that shit with like wisdom is the best thing because it's 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 a it's a root to it. It is a knowing. You know what I'm saying? People don't want that shit because in order for them to capitalize on wisdom, they have to know some new shit. They have to apply that shit. Just like, this is what I want to ask all the black Christians. And I'm going to start asking when I when I come in contact with them. Did you know that there's a guy in Russia that said he is Jesus? So your savior has come. You don't even know it. That motherfucker got a nice face though. He look like I'm just, no, I'm not, I'm not, right, I'm not, I'm not saying that it ain't true, but I'm saying you so caught up in your religion you don't even know that this dude in Russia, is saying that he is who you worship or believe in. Yeah, but they say that ain't my God. How you know? Because at first they said that motherfucker that was walking around, they, they hung him, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. How you know that ain't him? <laughs> uh-huh. But see, I, I'm ready to go to Bounce with Tiffany about it because I know she don't know that. Because my thing is, true Christians don't really, or true Christians know what's going on outside of America. Mm. Hood Christians is what I call them. They only know what's in their face or what they told to say. You a hood Christian. Mm -hmm. Because you don't really believe in Christianity like you say you do. Because you don't walk the light in the path of what they say. Wait a minute. And that's my whole thing about it. I'm not bashing Christianity. I'm saying it's it's a lot of stuff going on, Christianity. You won't even you ain't up on game on, yeah, because you don't do your research. Mm-hmm. You don't go. You'll go and type in who got kicked off a show of uh, uh, housewives of loving hip hop or basketball wise or any of that. You'll put that in your search bar, but you won't go search what's going on with Christianity in the world of that mm-hmm. or anything about Christianity. And, and that's one that's that be my problem with people re, when they start trying to get religions on me. Like you are holier than thou, but you don't walk the Christian life. I think most black people shy away from uh, African spirituality because we have been programmed to think that anything great that comes from blackness is bad. Mm-hmm. And it's it's uh it's like a, a monster or like this 
this this bad thing. You know what I'm saying? It's just like you so you 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 can't respect the fact that you had ancient ancestors. Let alone the ancestors that you got that you know. You know what I'm saying? But then when you talk about your dead family, it's like, oh my granny grand would be you know what I'm saying? So upset if she knew this stuff was going on. But you don't recognize your ancient ancestors. Like, you come from a long, long line of people that was somebody great. But you only praising Noah and Abraham and, and, and Jesus. And you know what I'm saying? This this last thing I have to say about Christianity. You've been praying for generations. Your mama's been praying, your mama's mama. Hey, you heard Jesus answer your call. I haven't. Hey, you heard God answer your call. I haven't. It been silent. Yeah. So uh I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna leave it on that note when it, I'm done with religion on Christianity with that because that speaks volumes. But then you're going to hear a lot of people say, I have heard him. And what did he say? Mm-hmm. Did he say he going to help you with your situation? You know what, though? Oh, you, he didn't say nothing. You seen a dove fly up in the sky and turn into the sun. And that was annoying. And that was a, that was saying what you interpreted as saying what he heard your call. Yeah. Man, get out of here. Yeah. Get out of here. People see visions all the time. Yeah. Whether they're in the dream state or not. You, I, I think, you know, instead of people realizing what's within themselves and what actually walk with them every day, they they peg as an outside source as in God. Mm-hmm. And that's unfair to you. Mm-hmm. Yourself. You know. But hey. I walk with my ancestors. My ancestors walk with me. Every day. I don't care who got a problem with that. They don't care. Cause I I, let, I I called upon them, and they have came. Mm-hmm. So therefore, I'm not gonna sit here and debate that with any kind of other religious person that's telling me that what I am or who I am, what I believe in, is wrong. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. We have been taught to not accept who we are, yeah. how we are, yeah. how we look, mm-hmm. how we speak, how we act. Everything about us, we have been taught not to accept it and to push on the Caucasian propaganda. Mm-hmm. And we continue to do that. And that, and that go hand in hand when the motherfucker get caught doing some, some, some old sideways shit. They go to court, they get their damn sentence and they falling all out. <sighs> Jesus. You hear the, the granny in the background. Oh, Lord, and that motherfucker murdered people for a living. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> baby mama head off. Exactly. Don't don't bring God in your shit because if that's the case, God would have stopped him. Mm. But see, but they then, don't look at it like that. <laughs> they don't look at it like well, that. But then they say, well, you know we had to go through some suffering. Fuck that. Well, you suffer. I'm not trying to go through suffering. Yeah. I'm trying to build a better life for me and my kids. Fuck going through suffering. Yeah. That's something that was put in that piece in the book for you to goddamn spit spit out and, and corrupt your family. Yeah. I'm not corrupting my family with that shit. Now, if my kids grow up to be Christians, they're going to understand the history of Christianity, the true history, not the history that, that, that the Caucasians have put in books and taught us, but really how Christianity 
begin with with black people, not how it began in the Caucasian said, because no, they didn't slay any Caucasians in the beginning when they created Christianity. They wasn't slaying uh, and and capturing and making them slaves. So, you know, it was a period of time where it was white or Caucasians getting slaved because of Christianity. Oh no no no! They were slain in the name of Christianity. So, you know, it's just so much. And my thing is, when you sit back and think about it, think about this. This is what I want all black African American, whatever you identify as, color. I I don't know. You know so. Some people identify as as different things, but if you're not Caucasian or any other race and you got dark skin, this is what I want you to think about. Where would you play the role in Christianity when it begins? It's that simple. It's that simple. You so hell-bent, yes, I said hell-bent, on pushing the Christian propaganda. But if you was there when it started, your ass would have been a slave. Mm. <clears throat> True. Yeah. I want people to, I want to say this to Christian people or people in general, because there's a lot of people that don't believe in any religion or resonate with any religion. Imagine a life without a heaven or a hell. Only the life that you live. So what you do determines whether you be in an afterlife in a good space or a bad space. Where would you be? What what would be going on? What if you had to face yourself in your afterlife? That's it. What would you put out here? Mm. What would you get? That's the... Well, we'll catch them on the next segment after the commercial break. After these messages, we'll be right back. (laughs) You're going to (laughs) be. Welcome back from the commercial bake of Thurman Viking Podcast. This this is my next topic. This is what I want to ask you. What do you feel like are the best parenting skills that you have as a parent? Um I think because I had such a, a older sister role with my sister and my brother, it did help me become a more understanding parent. Because even when I was younger, I was responsible for my siblings. So I had to play that mama role. You know what I'm saying, at a young age. And then when Dion, once I moved out, once Dion, and my mama kind of butt those heads. He was like, I got somewhere to go. You know what I'm saying? So he came and lived with us. 
And when my mom and Tiffany got into it constantly, she was like, shit, I got somewhere to go. She came and stayed with us also. I think being more under, have being in the mother role as the oldest sibling kind of settled me into being a mom. Mm. And I'm way more understanding with the kids and I give a little bit more leeway because of that motherly role that I play as an older sibling. You know what I'm saying? Because, of course, they couldn't talk to my mama because, you know what I'm saying, it's the mama. She stressed the fuck out and all that shit, but then they could come and talk to me and then I go and lay it on thick to her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's a process. It's a process. And, um... It's just it, it was like a it was like a molding thing, which that's why I ain't too keen on that. When we started having kids, was them getting like these baby dolls, you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like little girls are pushed to be mamas at a, a young age, and then you know just having girls. I feel like, and I feel you know I think that that reasoning there pushed me into being a a better parent and plus you know my mama didn't really hug us like she had hug up times and stuff but I know what I I knew what I want you don't really hug though no I don't and that's something that I have been trying to work on I have been hugging and listening a lot more cause I'm just like sometimes I'm like I don't want to talk to you about no damn cartoons you know what I'm saying but I know what I wanted as a kid Mm-hmm. And I know I wanted somebody to listen to me more as a kid, and and if I, cause with, with your parent, you you can't tell your parent you hurt my feelings. Yeah. Cause they be like, they them being their mom, your mama, they like I can't hurt your feelings. I'm your mama, but you can hurt your child feelings. Well, I hear that all the time around here. <laughs> yeah. So especially having girls, their feelings always hurt. Well, I think it's wicked, wicked. Uh, her feelings hurt when she don't get her way. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying, really, like, I know I done hurt Lou's feelings before. Yeah, I have to. And being unemotional like I am, it's easy to do that. So sometimes I do have to switch it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got to hit that switch where it's like, okay, mother mode. Because I'm, not, I'm I, I should be better. I like, go back. I go back and apologize because yeah. that's something my mama didn't do. Mm-hmm. If she was wrong, she'd be like, oh, well, yeah. I was wrong. So what? Move on. But me, I go back and I tell her, I'm sorry. I yelled or I fussed. I jumped to conclusions. I didn't pay enough attention or have enough evidence. And I apologize for yelling or fussing. Yeah. I think as a parent, now, that's something you need to do. Mm-hmm. Because if your child always feel like you right, even when they prove or can prove that you wrong, then when they grow up, guess what? Everything wrong to them going to be right. Yep. And, you know, you we, we get on the, like, when we fussing at Lou, I noticed, you know, we fuss at her, and it goes for a long time because we trying to, and you did this and you did that which leads to this and you know what I'm saying and it kind of it's like they shrink she shrinks mm-hmm. and it's like when you constantly pointing out the wrong things that somebody done 
they eventually stop loving themselves. They're not going to stop loving you as their parent. Even when they become an adult, that's not come like you just said. Your mama be like, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Or my mama be like, whatever. I can't hurt your feelings when indeed your feelings is hurt. So you don't know how to validate your own feelings because your parent not validating your feelings. And then basically feel like you don't exist. So your first chance of getting away from your parent and something weird is going on. You don't have the mind frame to be like, nah, I don't like this shit. You won't speak up. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, I feel like, you know, we have to be way better as parents. I realized a long time ago, you know, I went through postpartum with Lou. And once we had her, everything moved so fast. It was just like, I didn't have time to understand that postpartum. I didn't understand what was going on. And of course, you didn't understand it. So we was into it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, what the fuck you crying for now? You know? And it's just like, I don't know. But I know I'm sad. And it's like, you can't be sad. You got a new baby. I'm like, I don't want that fucking baby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Get that thing away from me. <laughs> but after having mouths and going through postpartum again, I understood. And I was able to be like, you know what I'm saying? Take that breath. And I knew that that feeling was coming. and Because it started out in like layers or something. It's hard to explain, but... It started out in layers, and then it's like, now I see, I can be like, look, I'm getting antsy, or, you know, I feel bad, or I'm sad, I'm mad, I'm all this shit together. I know I'm supposed to be happy because this kid is here, but that little motherfucker keep crying want to listen to Erica Badu for eight hours straight, you know? And going to, going to porch at nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And, and got to stay in the kitchen with the honey. The one we had to stay in the kitchen with, with the oven fan on. That was red. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it, it. Miles wanted to be on the back porch in, in, in the sunlight. Yeah. In, in the mornings. Yeah. And and it's just, it was just, it's just hectic. It's a hectic process. And then, you know, you got to actually mother. And then you got to actually wife. Then you got to actually clean and cook and all this other shit. And, and that's what gives me is that. Like, when these, like, the gypsies and Chinese people and shit, like, they they help each other when they have babies. Mm-hmm. They help. Like, really, really help. And then to take the baby, like... <laughs> In the Chinese tradition, they actually have a saying for it. What? I can't... I, I have to look it up, but it is... I remember reading it. It's, um... I can't remember the name of it, but what they do is... I think for... Uh, 90 days I think or something like that uh-huh. they help the, the, the mother with the child mm. in the living situations or whatever they need see that's some awesome that's awesome actually I don't know that one Chinese that was um, Mandarin mm. yeah but yeah it's different yeah yeah well I mean you know we have so many things that, that is possible within us just as well as any other race and we don't necessarily want it to be us because like I said, that no weakness can't have this you can't have this mental issue because I think postpartum is not just the fact that you had a baby it's the mental capacity before you had the baby, you see what I'm saying mm. what's going on before the kid if your living situation is not right before the baby 
and then you have to because I think once that belly bump start popping out it's real then mm-hmm. it's really real and the responsibility of it you know I wasn't too with the kid shit you know what I'm saying so actually having the kid it kind of threw my mind through this weird space like am I will I be a good enough mom and it took me after going through the postpartum with Lou to realize the only reason why I felt like I wouldn't be a good mom is because I didn't feel like I was a good person because of the stuff that was going on before then and I'm like okay I'm grown I should have this I should have that I should be this I should be that and it's just like nothing was right within myself so I felt bad and I'm like I'm not good enough to be somebody's mama why would this kid love me you know I don't even necessarily love me you know what I'm saying it's just like that shit happens but the first thing we think we need to do is have a kid once we get grown and that's what our families push us to do get married have a baby get married have a baby you you know what i'm saying that's true and you don't really need to be having no goddamn child your ass ain't right you ain't got no house (laughs) you can't drive you know what i'm saying get your shit together first we don't want to hear that though hell no they hating on me Mm -hmm. For me, I think, you know, my parents' skills kind of consist on being the best father I could be, you know, because I didn't have my daddy in my life. You know, he I get glimpsed of him, he's a unicorn. Yeah. So, my main thing is I never wanted my children to experience the loss of a father when your father ain't gone. So I was like, okay, I'm going to be here from here on until I die. You know, I made it up in my mind. It wasn't that I'm like, oh, when they turn 18, they grown. They on their own. No, I'm going to be trying to be around my kids and do for them whatever I can do until I die. Mm-hmm. That's what I made up in my mind. And I've been doing that ever since. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think you you have to different parts because I kids spread out. So I have to be different with them. Mm-hmm. You can't treat your kids the same and I think that's the biggest misconception when it comes to parenting skills that people don't understand is everybody always say, oh well you treat them the same. No, you can't treat them the same because my kids are apart years apart. So if I got 112, I got 17 and I got 15. I can't treat them all the same. Mm-hmm. So, with Lou, with my oldest, it's more talking. With Mouse, it's more talking and, and oh, it's talking and showing. And with with, with Red, with Wiki, you got to show her because right now she's not at a capacity to have a full conversation to understand okay, my daddy said this because she's just fine. Mm-hmm. And mouse transitioning over into it. Yeah. So, you know, I ca- I kind of try to hone in on my skills. Like, okay, this is how I need to approach this situation with this child. I don't treat all of them the same when it comes to parenting. Now, when it comes to food or clothes and, and things of that nature, yeah, you can treat them all the same, but then still you can't because you might got one that like pizza and the other one that don't. Yeah. 
You see what I'm saying? So you're like, well, what are we going to do? Yeah, and I think sometimes you have to give room for... We we don't necessarily... Like, we think our kids should know the shit we know. And we also think that our... We... They should take our word as gold. We they parent. We whoop they ass. They don't want to listen to shit we got to say unless the belt comes out. You know what I'm saying? That's true. And... We have to understand that it is it, it, better with more conversating because we, we between me, it is a difference between me and you when it comes to the girls. They'll come to you if I'm just not available. You know what I'm saying? They'll come to me because they're like, mama do that shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> My mother mm-hmm. say yes. And it's not on purpose and it's not. It's just I'd rather talk because I know I, I rather get to it on a verbal standpoint constantly because that's what teaching is. Till you can't teach. Then it's, you know what I'm saying, where you got to get your device to, that's worse than an ass whooping. That's like death. Man, what? That's like death when you take their phone. That is the slowest walk of them going to actually get the device and the walk of shame. it to you. Man, it's just like the saddest thing. And it made me want to be like, no, just keep it. I got to stay strong, though, you know. But it needs to be. Some shit just necessary when it comes to the kids. But I, I know I my mama was a... Um, you know, she had a lot of stuff on her, and of course, the, the go-to is just whoop your ass. So, when you messed up, you did get a whooping. You know what I'm saying? I ain't saying nothing bad about her, because she really did have to do it by herself. And the punishments was long, damn it, if I ain't getting no whooping. But I, I wish I would have had more talking. But in the same sense, would I would have listened to that lady? Probably not. Hell no, I wouldn't have listened to her. Stay in the house was a was a was a and I knew she had to go to work. I was, was formulating the plan. You was really stubborn. Yeah, still is. And, and not as bad as you was when, when in the beginning. Mm-hmm. When, when I first met you, you was really really stubborn. Mm-hmm. And so was I, you know. And that's just come from how we was raised. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but I mean. I'd rather be more verbal. I remember one time I was talking to your sister and she was like, I would, cause she would, well, you know how we get together and get to talking on the phone. And she said something about uh, one of the girls. And I was like, well, sugar, maybe you should just talk to her. And she was like, she had had enough of my shit that day. I think it was just everything had ran together. And she was like, Nene, everything can't be sugary shit and rainbows. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. She was like, you are like, but she, it was for me to take. You know what I'm saying? It was, it just, it was for her to release it on me. Cause it was just like, motherfucker, you is more of a hippie with this bullshit. And I'm ready to motherfucking bring out the iron hammer. You know what I'm saying? And I got it because of course you get tired of your kids shit. Especially when they get older. Cause woo, that day dude rolled her eyes at me was like, I ain't even do nothing. <laughs> You about to put the paws on them. I'm bring them full fledged out. I'm like, nah, I can't get jiggy with this kid like this. That'll be child abuse. You know what I'm saying? But I, I got it. I understood where she was coming from. And two, 
how you raised, you do kind of want to shy away from, especially if you know you didn't like it how your mama was towards you. You kind of want to not spring that forward upon your child because you you don't want to feel like I'm not. Li- I don't. If you you don't want to feel like the person I love the most not listening to me, mm. or the person I love the most. You look for the you look for your protector to be your protector, not mm-hmm. the person that's harming you. But it's easy to remember a bad time, and it's hard to remember a good time. Hell yeah! You can remember, you can recall on every bad time in your life, but you can't call on recall on every good time that you had in your life. And I think that's how I was when it came to my my mama. You know, I was so focused on the bad times, I never thought about the good times. Yeah. You know, and I think that's what we got to get out of because despite what we feel as an adult coming into adulthood, trying to be a parent, you can't govern your children how you wasn't raised because you feel like you could have been raised differently. Differently, yeah. You see what I'm saying? So what I do is I get what, what, what I was put through or went through, good and bad, and I just decided on the methods that I'm going to use to help raise my kids. Yeah. And I think that's what it is for me. I think a lot of people make it so difficult. Oh, I can't raise them. Yes, you can. You choose not to. If you're saying this around a 12-year-old child with a boy or girl, they're going to feel like you don't want them as a, as a child, as a parent, that you don't want to be their parent anymore. Right. Right. And I, I, I find myself asking my child, my I oldest, all the time, if you don't want to be here, say it. And I'm like, wait, I shouldn't say that because that's not even the case. I'm, she's just acting out. Yeah. It, but you know what? When your kid act out, it's a cry for something. Like they crying for something. They don't know how to express that shit. You re- we, re- we just now falling into a good place. Mm-hmm. Mentally stable. And just imagine our kids ain't mentally stable. Because we, they ain't been reading the shit we've been reading. They ain't been, you know what I'm saying, doing the stuff that we doing and accumulating the information. We have to teach them that. Right. Like one time I said before, you know, I was like, Lou, sweep the kitchen. I'm like, I'm going to get them to help me clean, you know. And she's sweeping. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? And then something just in my mind was like, did, well, did you teach her how to sweep? No. How the fuck can you get mad at her? You should be mad at yourself. You know, because sweeping is a technique. Don't sweat the technique. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, I get it. You know, we just have to be better. Like, you can't assume your child know the shit you know. Yeah, they watch you, but they don't watch you sweep. They don't get as long as it gets swept. I know they'll come in here in a minute and be like, Mama, my room needs to be vacuumed. And I'll be like, Lou, vacuum. But she ain't gonna pick up all the stuff that need to be picked up first. They won't go in the vacuum, vacuum. right? Yeah, you know. And it's yeah, I said it, but that's a that's a part of teaching. You go to school for twelve years and then turn around and go to college again and continue teaching. Why we can't do that? We tell them how important important it is for them to listen to their teachers, but we don't want to hold that responsibility for being their teachers. Well, that's how it is with us with homeschooling. You know, a lot of people don't understand that, yes, I can teach my children the basic curriculum in any state education, mm-hmm. but I want them to know more that the school is not teaching. 
like they took out all the courses. Like I said, it used to be bait class and French and German classes and all of this. Now, none of that exists anymore. Mm-mm. Why? I don't care why. <laughs> I'm going to homeschool my children. I teach my children French. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I, it was a language that I learned and I like French. Yeah. So I want my kids to be able to speak fluent French. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said on one of my our other podcasts, you know, shout out to my French people, you know, you know, because that's just like, it don't matter what language it is. I want people to know just like they had to learn how to speak English. Yeah. We learning to speak other languages. Mm-hmm. Now, French is not my only in stop. This is going to be the second native language that we learn. Mm-hmm. They're going to choose the next one. Yeah. Now, with that being said, you know, as your journey done started with being a better parent, what, what, like, we feel like, you know, it's, it, it's true, it's good being a, a better parent, but what are you doing to be a better person towards yourself? You know what I'm saying? Like, man, you done had talks was like you was like you know I'm working on such and such for me and you and I'm like but well, you know what 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 are you doing for yourself? For me, it was about my anger. Mm-hmm. You know, I think growing up as a young man in a household with two women, it makes you angry mm-hmm. because you don't understand why my dad and I here. Yeah, and it trickled on to a bunch of different chain of events. What, what was the name that show? Lickety Splicky. Oh, yeah. And that's how it trickled for me. Yeah. You know, and it made me more and more angrier as a person to where, where I got so angry that I made bad and stupid decisions. And then after that, I started hurting the people that I love the most. Mm-hmm. So now I have come to understand that and I'm trying to repair the relationships with people I hurt and not be angry and not get angry when, you know, situations happen. Because every time I handled it with anger, it didn't turn out too well for me. So me knowing that, I take a step back and I'll be like, wait a minute, let me not get mad. Let me chill out for a second and then I face it head on. And that's with anything, you know. That's just how it is for me now. Because anger didn't get me nowhere positive. Yeah. You know, doing the t-shirt thing, you know, doing anything that I've done as far as outside, even having a job, like getting fired from my job for something I didn't do. I didn't get angry. I think it started then. Because remember I said I wasn't even mad. I thought it was hilarious that she kept saying, oh, that was you. I'm like, nah, that wasn't me. And dude was like, that was me. And she was like, I don't care it was you. <laughs> I didn't get angry then. And I think that's where it began, but I didn't notice it. Because mm-hmm. something like that would piss you off. You know, you've been working for a company for six years almost. And they accuse you of doing, uh, uh, doing something somebody else done. And you're like, wait a minute. But that wasn't even me. And then the guy who done it saying he did it. Yeah. So... You know, I think 
right there was my aha moment. I was I, I went back and realized that I didn't even get mad. I was just like, okay, if you're gonna fire me, let me get my personal items because I cannot leave without my car keys. Mm-hmm. And she was like, where are your car keys? They're in my locker. Why are your car keys in your locker? All my personal belongings that doesn't pertain to me working on a job goes in the locker. Yeah. And she was like, oh, well, I guess I could let you walk back and get your stuff. I, I, I started to get mad then, but I'm like, why even get mad? Just just come on, let me go get my stuff. So I walked back there, got my stuff. And uh, me and the other two guys met in the parking lot. We called who we had to call. And we said our goodbyes, you know, and I wasn't mad about how it played out. I was definitely puzzled. I think I was left with a puzzled feeling because I'm like, but she know it wasn't me. Right. But she knew it wasn't me. But that wasn't the case. You know, it was just a blatant attack on who I am, you know, in my position in the company as the vice president of the union. So after that, I was like, you know what? If you're going to fire me, whatever. Now we're going through the arbitration, and then the arbitration over, and I'm pretty sure, you know, I, I got a good feeling, you know, that I'm going to go back to work. Yeah. And I got to learn not to hold on to everything that happened to me while I was out, you know, or even what happened that day. Because if I go back angry, gonna I'm going to get the same result or even worse. So... Why even go back angry? Or why even be angry? And and I do that with everything. It's not just with job. It's with you. It's with the kids. It's with family members, you know, that upsets me or or, or irritates me. It's not even upset. It's it's, I, I, I get irritated easily because I wasn't taught to have tough skin. So now I'm learning to have tough skin. So instead of getting angry, I get irritated and I be like, well, wait a minute. I stop thinking, well, why am I really irritated? I don't know. I guess because I don't want to deal with it. So I don't get angry. I be like, okay, well, let's just talk about it. Yeah. I have, I, I have a, I don't know. I got a, a nephew that
because I definitely wouldn't want my daughters to be that way. Because harboring all that pain, that shit, it hurt and it come out, you know, in other ways. But we just got to, you know, keep getting better at that. It's good to have a good support system when you go through something like getting fired at your job or whatever or what shit you didn't do. You know what I'm saying? It's really good having a good support system because I just knew you was going to be angry than a motherfucker for a while. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was, it's, it's good to be able to, you know, reflect on to what it was and what it is now. Especially when you know you ain't do shit wrong. And she like, yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. You like, no, I didn't. No, I didn't, bitch. It's a video. You know what I'm saying? Right. Come back. Uh, we, uh, we going back, you know, and uh, she'll be eating them words. So, and they will be uh, compensating me for making me whole, which means uh, like I never left. So, it is what it is. You know, I have accepted that. And uh, I think when I go back, you know, me having the upbeat that I have now, I'm going to try to, uh, I don't know, get people to come together a little bit better, be a little bit more positive. And, and also understanding on the rules and regulations. And I think <clears throat> being a vice president, you know, of a union that's predominantly black, it's difficult because you can tell them whatever the rules and the regulations and the contract states and you can show them but they will always find a way to tell you that that's not what it means (laughs) and I think that's the most difficult thing in in, in everything is to try to get people to understand these are this is what it is like I understand we won't battle, but that'll be something we'll have to fight for in the contract. You can't change it, me contract, and say, oh, well, we should have done this, so it should be this. Mm-hmm. I agree with you, but that's not what it is. Mm-hmm. What it is is this, and this is what we got to follow, and, and these are the guidelines, and we got to stick to them. Yeah. That's difficult because nobody wants to stick to the guidelines, you know, or stick to the rules or the regulations of the contract or the policies, whatever you want to call it. It's like nobody wants to stick to it. Everybody want to jump ship and be like, well, I, I'm finna do this. And you're like, well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You you going rogue. Come on back now because yeah. that's going to land us up front. Come on now. It's it's difficult, you know. And it's, it's hard because you're dealing with so, I, I mean, I'm dealing with over 300 people with almost 300 people with different ideologies, you know, different race and gender and beliefs in life and, and was raised differently. So I can't get 10 people to agree on one thing. Yeah. So that's definitely difficult in itself. Especially when it comes to the standpoint like <clears throat> right and wrong. You know you was wrong. I'm going to try my best to get you out of this bullshit. <laughs> right. Get back at me when they find you with red hands. Right. And I think... <laughs> That, that's what get me, you know, people, it, this ain't got nothing to do with that. This is just life. Mm-hmm. This just come from my experiences of going from workplace to workplace. Yeah. <clears throat> I have seen people be dead ass wrong 
know they wrong, but swear they right. And I'm like, but you got caught. You was wrong. Accept the consequences and ask them for leniency. Mm-mm. They go in there and tell them people, I don't know what you're talking about. I ain't had nothing to do with that. That ain't me. I ain't me. That ain't mine. I don't know what you're talking about. But think about they real life. Think about how they are in real life. If you would do this at a place where you make money, how are you in real life? What type of person are you? You get what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. then won't even accept, I hate the word karma, but won't accept. When, when it blow up in their face. When it blow up in their face. And it's like you do know your actions caused this. But you don't, you you are fighting me tooth and nail because you don't want to accept your wrongdoings. And you willing to ruin your own fucking life for it. Mm-hmm. Don't make sense. And be mad at me. And be mad at me for saying, I can't do shit for you. You, you done fucked yeah, it up. Yeah, you done fucked it up. You done fucked it up. And I think, you know, that's what Wes was telling me, you know, a situation to where somebody had spoke more than they should speak because mm-hmm. they was confident in they self. Mm. And it cost them they job. And see, that's another thing people people have issues with is, number one, motherfuckers love talking. Even when something don't even be silent. You molding it. You know what I'm saying? But you'll get to talking and you don't realize people people will be angry at they self, but uh, be angry at you because they mad at they self. But you just, you, you here, you now, I'm mad at you. And I'm going to talk shit about you. I'm going to try to fuck your life up just because I can. Make me feel better. To make me feel better. I, I definitely uh, have been uh, in those type of situations with a few people. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, let, I definitely let the last person know. I know what you're trying to do. You don't scare me. What you're doing don't make or break the person that I am. Mm-hmm. And one thing I have that you don't have is integrity. Mm-hmm. And I told him, I want you to go look that up because I know you don't understand what it means. Do you think people set out what you're saying, uh, you trying to break the person that I am? Do you think people set out to, like, break somebody? Yes. Yes. You know, being in the position that I was at Mueller, I felt like at least 50% of people set out to break me, to, you know, make me look as if I was a bad person or as if I wasn't going to help or do the correct job or what I was supposed to do. Yeah. Now, you, you know, having the people that follow you, your podcast, what would it be to set out to look for within somebody trying to break you? You know what I'm saying? Because some people come off as loving and right. kind. Some people pretend to be your friend or, yeah. or, 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 or try to quickly jump into your life. Mm-hmm. You know, and then it's like an entry. Now I'm here. Let me destroy. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what you got to look for. You got to look for the people that are not genuinely 
trying to friend you or associate with you only out of game. Mm-hmm. You know, and unfortunately, you know, a lot of people do it to make you look bad. You know, it was a lot of a lot of months, you know, where I was frustrated because I'm like, all these people trying to do is make me look bad because I had certain people that were saying negative and lies about me when I'm like, nah, this is not true. Mm-hmm. This is not true. I can actually show you this is not true. Mm-hmm. You know, but even with the proof, people weren't believing it. You know, and I think that was the biggest problem because I'm like, why would you even tell this lie when you know it ain't true? Oh, well, man, and that that was months ago, but you still saying it. Yeah. But see, that's what I'm saying. People will continuously attack you mm-hmm. if they feel like you a threat to their position, to their well-being, to their money, or even just to the their way of life. And another point being weak if they if somebody feel like you weak they will do all of those things you get what i'm saying mm-hmm. like and that's the and it, the point is like you ain't weak from that standpoint i'm only at this point of weakness because this is why i make my motherfucking money i can't beat your ass in this factory you know what i'm saying exactly <laughs> put your ass outside these walls but do I gotta take it there? But see, that's what I'm saying. Uh, you can take it there, but it, it, it's not gonna it give you nothing but mm-hmm. but gratification for for self gratification, and, and it's really not. It don't fix the the issue, you know. Because even I I have seen is even after you beat physically beat somebody up for for constantly, you know, trying to disrespect and destroy you as a person. They continue to do it. Yeah. Even after they done lost to you in a physical manner, they still will continue to do it. I think uh, you have so many people that it's okay with bullying and then turn around and play victim. But then it's funny because the motherfuckers that do play on the bully aspect as soon as the person that they bullying fights back or gets sick of it, they play victim. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what I'm saying? He attacked me. And it's just like, you ask for this shit. You ask for this shit, but then, you know, the, the world's so fucked up, they'll pay attention to the reaction and not the action. Right. Like, what led to this point? Yeah. Nobody ever really asked that question. Mm-hmm. Everybody always coming to you with the next person done said about you or done to to you when you weren't around. Yep. And, and that be the issue. What made him say this? Yep. Nobody actually asked him, well, why are you saying this? Mm-hmm. Or why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. And then you had that stupid-ass stipulation of, oh, they just snapped. Nobody just fucking snaps like that. No, it's something. It's Maybe they didn't speak on it. Or maybe when nobody listened. <clears throat> but something caused this shit. Like I said, what I learned, I told you this before, is that a lot of people lately that been attacking me as a person are really just jealous of who I am and how I am. And then they looking on my life on the outside looking in, thinking... 
that they know what's going on when they truly don't know what's going on. So they have misinterpreted my life as being better as their life. But we all know deep down in us, we can't take people's lives. But you can strive to be on that same level. But see, the level that I'm on, the, the last few people that have attacked me can never be on my level because I'm on a level that where I wouldn't even attack a person like that. I will come to that person and see what the misunderstanding is in the beginning. Yeah. So, therefore, it frustrates them. Yeah. I think uh, people should get better at being better towards people. You can't necessarily constantly be mean to folks and then expect, you know, people to... Like, oh, it's okay. No, that's not fair for you to do. That's not fair for you to fucking assume to do. Or even imply that it's okay for you to do that. You can't try to ruin somebody's life and then make good. You can't. That's what I hate about that turn the other cheek shit. Like, are you going to slap me on that side too? You know. I ain't turning the other cheek, but I definitely ain't dealing with them no more. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know... If this person or, or anybody that, that feel like they wanted to, you know, attack me or turn me down as a person, listen to this podcast, then they're going to understand that I really don't care because you can say what you want to say and do what you want to do. Long as you don't physically or financially try to try to hurt me or my family, then I don't care. You can continue talking about me saying what you got to say about me whatever it is you feel that makes you sleep at night Mm -hmm. is fine with me and I think that's what we gotta get to an understanding of that you're gonna have people that do that anyway you're not gonna be able to stop that so you need to get comfortable with it and and let them get comfortable with it therefore you don't have to I mean it's not even that you don't have to deal with it no more it won't even affect you yeah you know, if somebody called me right now, like like you know how it be. Mm-hmm. He somebody said this about you. He said this. She said that. Okay, that's what's up. Well, I know it ain't true, so ain't no need for me to be trying to respond yeah. again, man. I don't really care. And they're like, "Well, you right about that." I know it. That's why. I mean, it, this phone call don't even make sense. Mm-hmm. But it's all good. Yeah, I think you know. Everybody had a junk, and everybody be so focused on everybody else's junk. They ain't they ain't tending to their shit. Like if you if you was taking care of your shit, you wouldn't have time to dibble and dabble in somebody else's stuff. You get what I'm saying? Or it's always this old weird ass takeover type shit. Or I'm a fuck with you type shit. Like how you have enough hours in that? I barely can get it together to get breakfast and class and clean in the same. Cause everybody, out, cause people be focused on what you doing, what you got going on instead of they self. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think you know, people need to understand that one day you'll get what the fuck you deserve. It's up to you as to what you deserve. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you receiving a life of turmoil, don't blame everything else. Look at what the fuck you done, because I'm a stern believer of what you put out is what you get. It might be 
might not happen today, it might not happen tomorrow, but that shit happens. It's just, like you said, the law of the universe. That is the, you know what I'm saying? And you can't be mad at nobody but yourself, because if you put out bullshit, that is what you're going to get constantly. If you have fast, that's going to be your life constantly. You know what I'm saying? If you an asshole, a bully and shit, that is what you're going to get. Like you tell Luke all the time, don't be mean to your sisters because there's somebody out there bigger than you. You know what I'm saying? And it's true. We even say that to the mouse. You know what I'm saying? You have you have to teach them young because that is the way of the world. Because what you put out here is definitely, definitely what you get. You know? Like I always say, you can't bully the bully. You know, and that's not a threat. Let's let you know, you know, I already served my time, trial tribulations of, of being in that in that situation that you think you're trying to put me in. Mm-hmm. It, it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. Because number one, I'm not afraid. Mm-hmm. You know, and number two, I'm not going to put up with it or deal with it. You know, I quickly dismiss you in a minute. Yeah, you don't like it. Yeah, you might be offended, but I don't care. I'm not going to let you, I'm not going to let people insert themselves in my life anymore and be negative, disrespectful, or any other term that you can think of that you don't like. Yeah. I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah. I don't care what you think you bring to the table, what you represent, or none of that. That don't I don't care. You can be rich. I don't care. I'm not allowing you in my life. Like that's just like right now. See if I don't know six nine. If this motherfucker called me, I'm not I'm gonna hang up in his face. I'm not dealing with the negativity no more. Yeah. It's easier to say it than do it. But a lot of people don't even want to do it. They say it all the time. Oh, no, no, no more stress, no more drama. And then next thing you know, here we popped off. They, the next day, they in some drama shit. Yeah. You, you have to come to a conclusion like, like you say, you know, some people just like that shit. Some people love being mean to people. And some people love bullying people. Some people love just call, inflicting drama include mm-hmm. and trauma people love that shit and it's just like you really like this roller coaster one thing I know people love gossip oh yeah and you'll be surprised that working in a factory with more men and women it's, it's more gossip go on than a damn uh, one life to live a TV show <laughs> no I swear <laughs> it be more gossip going on than you ever seen on any one of these basketball wives or any of that in these damn plants. Mm. And you're like, well, why are you gossiping, bro? It's bitchy. That, 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 he want to tell his business. Is that, that mean you supposed to tell his business too, though? Mm. But yeah, I I came to that conclusion, but then you got to come to an understanding that a lot of these dudes, just like me, was raised by their mama. So they have women tendencies. Mm. No, I don't gossip. If I say one thing, I say it to your face just as well if, if, I, if you, I said it when you wasn't there. Mm-hmm. If you ain't man enough to do that, then what are you? I think people love speaking on shit that they don't really necessarily know shit about. And it's not that they don't, like, I don't assume somebody talking about me. If I feel like somebody talking about me, you know I do that shit to me. Who are you talking about? 
Is you talking about me? I done did that shit to my mama on Facebook and the aunt. You know what I'm saying? Because why assume and then start an invisible beef? What are you talking about here? But when people do that, they not honest enough to say, yeah, I was talking about you. Mm-hmm. They all, You always get this. I wasn't talking about you, but if the shoe fit, you didn't wear it. So that mean that mean you wasn't, but if it it applies to me, so you knew it applied to me before you said what you said. So you trying to what get to me if you knew it applied to me? Yeah, I think people need to quit with their bullshit. You know, like I said earlier, everybody love pointing out other people's shit, and that's only because don't nobody know their shit. And I'm not saying people got to know your shit. I'm just saying, don't choose to point the finger at other people's stuff and assume you know what's going on with other folks. And you absolutely don't. You don't know people's financial situation. You're not even in their fucking circle. And if you are in their fucking circle, the person you're talking about, you need a new friend. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And this is how I want to end my my, my statement. I'm going to let you finish. You can't keep trying to tear people down and talk about them and gossip and all of that because you unhappy with your situation. Because guess what? None of that fixes your situation. Yeah, you might be a popular person wherever you gossiping and turn people down at, but it don't fix your situation that made you do this in the first place. So my advice is to, to a lot of men, stop gossiping like women. And a lot of women stop gossiping about anybody or anything and see how that work for you. Mm. Go. I'm done. I mean, that was a mouthful, so I'm done. We got nothing to add? Mm-mm. Well, that concludes another segment of the Thurman Viking Podcast. We thank you for listening. Thanks for showing support. Share. Um, we definitely have an opportunity for people to come on here. Just send us an email.